Treason, the angry one, Jeff Kaufman. I hope you're doing well. I hope everybody's doing good today. I'm heading to work. I've been out of work for uh, a month and two weeks, and it's been hell. Um, COVID is a real bitch. I don't know if anybody was aware of the fact that I actually, my family caught COVID and uh, we battled it and the entire house got it. It was like out of a freaking science fiction novel. Uh, I can't, I've got um, diverticulitis in my 40s, just recently diagnosed with it. And I had to take some time off from work right after being exposed to somebody who had COVID and, and got it and his family got it as well but at the same day that he texted me and said he was feeling sick and had to go home was the same day I literally woke up to my whole entire family having sore throats and the sniffles of course that progressed to much worse uh, none of us had to be hospitalized uh, we did have to take the three year old just to make sure, because she was running a pretty good fever. I think she was in there for like four hours. 
And my wife was dead set on nobody going to the hospital. She was under the impression, and in, in, in a lot of big cities it's true, but she was under the impression that once you go into the hospital and they admit you, nobody can come see you. And my wife was dead set on it. That was never going to happen to anybody in our family. That if we were going to die, we were going to die at home. <laughs> but, you know, I continued to try to do my podcasts and all the things I do and didn't do a whole lot at the house. I managed to grow a beard. <clears throat> that was about it. Uh, didn't go anywhere, didn't do anything. Uh, worked on our finances, had to sell a lot of our investments, which wasn't much, but uh, enough to keep us sort of afloat. But now I don't have any choice. I have to go to work. And uh, I know I'm going to have a tough time with it. I don't know what kind of physical shit they'll have me doing. I, I have still have a hard time breathing at times, uh, just walking through my house or even just doing this podcast. You don't understand how many times while I've been sick, while I was doing this podcast, I literally just paused uh, the podcast on this app just paused for several minutes so I could catch my breath and then come back and try to remember where the hell I was at when I ended it. So if you've been listening to my podcast the last uh, month or so, then you might be aware of the fact, but you might not be, that I have I have had COVID. I guess I still have it. I mean, I'm, I feel a hell of a lot better. Just I still have a little bit of a problem breathing every once in a while I'll catch myself and just not be you know able to take a deep breath it's it's tough because I'm a smoker so it even had a, a, a worse effect on me um, but uh, according to my last CAT scan my lungs are you know my lungs are actually pretty good for someone who's been smoking since mommy and daddy started buying me cigarettes at 14 so <sighs> too much information right but uh, I've been telling my work the last week I was going to come in. And I was just like, there was no way. There was no way. I could not walk through my house without having to stop, lean on a counter, or even if I could make it to the laundry room to go outside, you know, or something to do something with the kids. It was like, oh, I got to sit down for a minute. I got to sit down for a minute. I got to sit down for a minute. And it would just be 30 feet, you know, walking from the bathroom to the kitchen or walking uh, from the, the living room to the kitchen to get a cup of coffee. You know, 20 feet worth of walking, and I'm. Hey, hey. Oh, that's not the sound effect I was making. It was just I, I had to sit down and catch my breath. And plus, you know, COVID is different for everybody, and everybody gets different symptoms with it. And but one of the things that I was understanding from this guy who gave it to me, the original uh, carrier in my workforce, um back pain behind the shoulder blades um every breath excruciating pain like there was a freaking ice pick um and that lasted about three days out of the whole i guess you could say four weeks of battling it and i had it the worst out of everybody in my house um see right right, right now i'm having a hard time but um out of everybody in the house, I pretty much had it the worst because I'm a smoker. So instead of taking two weeks, it took me almost four. 
I'd say over the weekend, I, I, I was really improving, but I wasn't ready to go to work. I, I, I told my work, I'll be ready. I'll be there Monday. And I, it was like Sunday night. And I was just like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I wanted to go to work. I, I need to go to work. But I knew what my limitations were just from walking through my house. Yesterday was the first time that I managed to walk down our driveway and back without having to sit down. And so I texted my boss, foreman, whatever you want to call him, and said I was on my way tomorrow. And today's tomorrow. So, but this is Danger Close USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. I'm going to go back to my regular broadcasting at like time limits. I do my show on the way to work and on the way home from work. And I'm heading into work right now. So you got me for about a half an hour. I know. Exciting, huh? Woo-hoo. We'll talk about the town hall ta- convention Trump roast. <laughs> That was fucking beautiful. I think it's great that Donald Trump's on full display. And I'll talk about it when I come back. I, I got to go into this gas station and get some essentials. some pretty good powers of prediction because I predicted before they even aired the town hall thing that Trump's propagandist machines were going to call it an ambush and I was dead on I, I predicted it because he can't handle it he is not good at debating or handling anything like what he tried to do last night at the town hall And I say that because it's the truth. I watched a little bit of it. And um, things were going on at the house. They were a little more important than Trump. So I said, fuck it. And uh, went went outside with the family for a little bit. Um, Well, not outside, but on the porch. Um, And ended up stopped watching it, I think, about three quarters of the way through. So I, I ended up catching a couple recaps. But uh, Laura Ingraham, or should I say Laura Ingrahamsky, <laughs> Laura Ingrahamsky, our trusted Russian uh, political commentary propagandist, whatever you want to call her, racist fuckwad. Anyways, um, she came right out and, and said exactly what I was expecting. That it was it was an ambush. They ambushed the president with real questions 
a kindergarten would be an ambush for Donald Trump. Uh, anything that requires him to actually uh, rely on his own skills and intelligence is an ambush to Donald Trump. I watched the uh, the town hall enough to realize that he's, ah, dude, herd mentality. I think he meant herd immunity. But what I didn't like about that statement wasn't that he said the wrong statement. What I didn't like about it was the way he shrugged off the loss of life that would come from reaching herd immunity. Because they said, well, a lot of people will die. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, well, you know, yeah, 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 we're going to lose a few more hundred thousand people, maybe, or maybe 2.3 million. Uh, but it would be okay because eventually it's going to go away like magic, you know. Like David Copperfield became a fucking doctor and he's just going to magically make fucking uh, virus disappear. Of course, you know, the immunization, the rhetoric about this um, vaccine is just. I'm not taking a vaccine that's been pumped out because Donald Trump wants to win an election. I mean, look at the date that they were trying to aim for. We'll have it out November 1st. We'll have it out on September 30th. Well, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything. I don't have a degree in much. Uh, excuse me, pardon me. <clears throat> but, I'm sorry, I'll try to edit that out if I remember to. Just so oh, coffee, but what I wanted to say is, you know, it was just watching him dismiss the idea that there'll be more deaths as like, well, yeah, yeah, there'll be more people dying, but that really, that really got my goat, and listening to. Fox News trying to make it seem like he was ambushed. Even if he was ambushed, I want a president that can survive an ambush. You know what I mean? I want a guy that's going to be like, yeah, you know, I handled it really well. He sucked. That was the problem. He sucked. He more than sucked. He was horrible. Incapable. Obviously, totally out out of touch with the average everyday Joe because he acted as if his mayoral presence deserves some sort of appreciation, slap on the back, and, and a handshake, and a hug. I'm here, you know, I mean, uh, the persona, his attitude is like, I'm doing you all a favor by showing up today. And the people that support him are all the same. You know, they were out there last night on their social media accounts, just going fucking apeshit fucking crazy. Trying to defend Donald Trump the whole entire show. Some of them were like, uh, doing it live as the show was on their TV sitting in their redneck living room going, oh, that was a, that was a shitty question, yeah, that black guy right there he was just trying to frame him up, yeah, yeah, yeah and then of course the racists, the white supremacists were all over social media, picking on the black people that were actually in the show caught a little bit of that last night before I went to bed, I was kind of like man, Twitter really doesn't do much the, the, the th- again, Facebook doesn't do anything at all um, I think Twitter works really hard at trying to, but there's so much of it. And they've got so many, you know, you can open up a Twitter account and have 10 accounts. And they just switch between them. And it's, you know, like a website's dedicated to their memes and the hate and all that shit. So they have a resource off, off of Twitter. But it's when you go on something like Facebook and you see all this political shit, 
I got on Facebook yesterday, and it was the first time I've probably been on Facebook in a month since I got sick, really. Um, Because I really don't like Facebook. I have no use for it. But anyways, I get on Facebook, and, like, the first fucking thing I see is Mark Levin. I don't even watch Mark Levin. But uh, it was Mark Levin, Glenn Beck, and it was all in my feed. It's just so, you know... Facebook doesn't give a shit. Facebook's all about making money. They don't give a shit if, if if they make a dime off some guy peddling fucking insanity as long as they make that dime. And I've come to that conclusion because Facebook is just a shithole. Pardon my French. And using presidential words. Um, but I, I, you know, what I really... I had to say this because it still bothers me. You know, Laura Ingraham and the rest, you know, it'll be just Sean Hannity, your Mark Levin, your Glenn Beck, all the fucking uh, dutards of political bullshit. Um, they, they will be defending Trump for the next week over that town hall meeting. They will be defending him. I guarantee you they've already got a script written up for today. And, you know, Rush Limbaugh will come out and say, it was, you know, a travesty and he was set up and, you know, Dershowitz or whatever, and everybody is just a bunch of assholes and Democrats, and it was all set up. It was like the DNC did it themselves, you know. And you're gonna have to deal with Sean Hannity and Mark Levin doing the same thing, talking about, and they'll even they'll probably pick apart. They'll probably find one person on that show that asked the question, and they will find they're probably already digging through their whole entire life trying to find some iota or smidgen of something to smear them with. I can almost guarantee it. And I guarantee you in the next week or so, you will see something in the headlines or in your shitty news outlets about one of the people that asked questions to Donald Trump or two, being this or being that, and they will tear him down. They're, they are out to protect the president at all costs. And they are going to do that by tearing these people down. And they're going to make it seem like it was all set up. And... You know, that's what I was trying to say earlier, even if it was all set up and it was an ambush, you know, you would think you'd have a president that could have handled himself better. And he was just a, it was a travesty for the Republican Party. Putting him on display is probably the worst thing they could ever do. That's why he stopped debating Hillary Clinton, because he can't debate and he can't handle. He's not intelligent enough to handle doing what he's doing. He's just, it's, it's insane. If you want my honest opinion, it's insane. But they put him out there, and I'm glad they did, because he made a fucking moron out of himself. It's kind of hard to do, because he's already a moron, but he, like, you know, somehow metamorphosized into an even greater moron. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm pretty sure he just did. looking forward to this day just so you know I haven't been to this job in over a month and a half and it's uh, I haven't really missed it let's put it that way I'm happy to be going back to work don't get me wrong I need to work but um, I'm not really I wasn't really missing it <sighs> I didn't wake up this morning going yay I can't wait to get back to work yay I can't wait to see all those happy Trump supporters I work with and, and deal with their insanity yeah, I am like a, the, the smallest blue dot in a big red fucking ocean. It sucks, but 
I am who I am, and at least I'm a man of conviction and honor because uh, I haven't been persuaded to change my affiliation or my beliefs or anything. Oh. But I'll be pulling up to work here in about 2.5 minutes, and then I will have my day started, and then I hope you have a great day too. You know, I, I try to give people a little hope because a lot of people have this like uh, feeling like we're losing this battle and I, I really want people to realize that you're not losing this battle and I don't think Trump's going to win this election of course there's always that possibility but I really just by looking at the things that he's doing in his campaigns and looking at how things are really playing out for him right now which isn't very good at all And then when you look at his base that still shows up for these rallies, it gives you a sort of perspective of just how weak his campaign really is. I mean, if all he's appealing to are middle class, lower class, poverty level white people, he's pretty much fucked. I think we know how most of America is going to vote. And yeah, the crowds are huge when he's landing in his Air Force One jet. But look at the crowds. It's not a good cross-section of America. And I try to say this as often as possible because I think some people can use the little pick-me-up. You really need to pay attention to what's going on. And when you see these crowds, pay attention to the crowds because they're not all that great as they seem to be. It'd be a lot more impressive if there was a lot more people of different ethnicities other than white folk. And I'm white, so I'm just saying, you know. Speaking my mind, telling the truth. That's what I do. I hope you all have a great day. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio, trying to get back to the swing of things, heading into work for the first day in over a month and a half because of COVID. Um, we could use some support. So, yeah, if you'd like to donate to my show, you can do so on PayPal using the email address Rusty. Iron Johnson at Gmail. That's Rusty Iron Johnson at Gmail. J O H N S O N. Rusty Iron Johnson at Gmail.com for PayPal. We could definitely use the donations because we are broke. <laughs> I can't help it, man. It, it, it's been a fucked up year for me and my family. And if you were to just understand what we've just been through for the last month and a half, you might want to donate, but it's okay if you don't. I don't care. I don't do this show for donations. Nobody's ever actually donated to me, except on Twitter once through Cash App, and I thought that was really cool. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great day. I really didn't have much to say. I just think that it was good for America for Donald Trump to be on full display during the town hall, but it was not good for Trump to be on full display at the town hall. You all have a great day. Heading into work. See you later.
Van getting that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else had this shit? Uh, I don't know. Marty I think I might have had it a few months ago, but I'm back. Good, how are you? Uh, long time no see. Yeah, I've been a Yeah. Feeling better? Uh, still have a hard time breathing every now and then, but I'm alright. You feel about that shit? Uh, no. Not right, I'll jump off the bank. No. <laughs> no. Just go ahead and get that straightened out, Joe. 